Hey, Anna Babies, it's me, Yasmin. And me, Salma. Yo, it's Kamora, what's good? And this is your weekly dive into all things nerd culture. How has y'all's week been? Who wants to go first? Um... I'll go first. I actually had to go to work this week. And on the last day Yuck. I had to go to work, they screwed me and Salma over and basically made us use our hours to go home because they were supposed to give us the time to go home and they didn't give it to us. They gave it to everyone else and forgot about us. No, 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 oh, no, no. You're point. acting like that was an act of a mistake. They did that shit on purpose because they wanted me to do the other job that I didn't want to do that night. <laughs> Okay, but like, what about me? What about Kamora? Kamora wants to we go home. We are a package deal. We are a package <laughs> deal. And they Such know this. <laughs> and they know this. They know that if you go home, I go home. <laughs> oh, and also, you know, I had a dick appointment. But, but no, that's another thing. <sighs> I just, I'm just, I'm just a deep, just a deep sigh. What happened to flattening the curve? I mean, I was indoors. Back for a curve. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, I was indoors though. I wasn't outside. I didn't go anywhere. Special. That's not the point. <laughs> we got that old little Italian man on TV telling us to flatten the curve, okay? There's a reason why. Come on. I was going to say that when New Jersey opening their beaches, like. Exactly. Like, I am the least of everyone's problems. <laughs> No, because if you catch Rona, I'm going to catch Rona. Uh, mm. Well, I mean, we should be social distancing anyway, so. We drive to work anyway. together. That's crazy. <laughs> I hate it here. Anyway. I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> so, who goes Yikes. next? <laughs> so, I think it's, um, I think that's your turn. You were cute. <laughs> I taught myself how to knit. Turns Ooh, out, nice. I'm pretty good at it. Oh. Turns out I'm pretty good at it. That's actually really weird. Yeah. Can I have the item after what you're have done? You been knitting? <laughs> it's a scarf. What have you been knitting? I fucked it up, though, so I had to restart. It's a scarf. Like, with, like, needle and thread or, like, um, crochet? It's yarn. No, no, it's yarn. It's knitting. It's, like, two needle knitting, like, oh. with actual yarn and stuff. I okay, can crochet. Okay. I already knew how to crochet. I can't, I can't do shit when I crochet, though. Apparently, I'm ba- I'm worse at that than I am at knitting. Can you crochet my braids, though? <laughs> you won't let That's me bad. try. You <laughs> won't let me touch your hair. How am I supposed to know how to do the things if she doesn't let me try? I can't try it on myself. I don't... <laughs> yeah, that, My that hair is pinned it. straight. Okay, that's all I've been doing. That and drinking excessively. What is with y'all hey. and making bad life decisions? <laughs> I wouldn't say this is a bad life decision. As well as for you, yes, it is. I I didn't ask to feel this called out. <laughs> I just wanted to drink my Bailey's in peace. No. Oh, Sorry, Bailey's not. Never here. mind. I like Thank Bailey's. you. I'm screaming. <laughs> she got well 180. Because <laughs> <laughs> Bailey's. Smack, bro. Little it's full 180. <laughs> Crazy. Especially in some ice cream. Different. It hit different. Oh my god, I haven't thought about it with ice cream. 
Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. now I gotta save the rest of this because I was I was drinking right now. And sis said she had water. I feel lied to. I also uh, have water. <laughs> Two water bottles. No, well, how, right? do, I how do I know that? Not crunchy water. Not white people. Snapchat. <laughs> not boneless sprite. <laughs> not boneless sprites. <laughs> Moving on from this conversation before we get seltzer water hater. <laughs> Before we sit here and talk more yeah. more about uh, seltzer water hate, I guess I'll I'll, go, I'll talk about yes, my me. week. I was I was about to say, how are you feeling? How did you do? How was your week? Um, I feel like my week has been pretty good. I am slowly but surely finishing my senior project. <laughs> I'm almost there. I'm literally almost there. So once I'm there, I'm gonna like. I don't know. I'm gonna like pop pussy on a handstand or something. Like, I'm really just gonna fall <laughs> out when I'm done. Last time um, you tried to do a trick like that, you 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 got a concussion. So let's let's ooh. not. <laughs> ooh, you had to bring up the history. You know exactly. Like, what you are on? Are <laughs> Same on shit. Last time I tried to do right some now. fucking flip, I ended up. Oh my god! Last time I tried to do a flip, I ended up on my on my face on the floor. It just. We're just not built for this. <laughs> no comments. <That's> <laughs> oh, well, look at this one here. Jeez. Yeah, that's been my week so far. Um, in terms of anything I've been watching, I really haven't been watching anything. I mean, like, I probably, like, sneaked in a couple episodes of Bleach this week. But, like, t- in terms of, like, actually, like, watching and engaging and stuff, I haven't been able to do that because, like, I've had this fucking thing to do. But once once Friday's here, that's it. I'm free. I'm free. Take the chains off me. Yep, yep, yep. Whip. <laughs> yeah. Woo. But nice shout out. Congratulations, the class of 2020. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what? Because I know I could oh, wow. never. <laughs> I I don't even know how I'm doing this, honestly. I'm probably like on auto autopilot. <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of enough of that. Let's move on to our hot take of the week. Ba-da-da-da. Yes. So I'm hearing from the grapevine that Kamora has a topic today. Yes, I do. It's kind of like bouncing off of like last week's topic, which is like about racism. So this Mm -hmm. week's topic, it's about the difference between appreciation and appropriation. Let's get into it. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Are we doing two hard hitting episodes in a row? Yes, we are. I I guess. So, you know, as women of color, as y'all selves, like, where do you draw the line between appreciation of your culture and appropriation of your culture? If I hear one more mm-hmm. white girl try to mariachi screech, I'm going to throw myself <laughs> off, off a bridge. I'll let you guys choose which one. <laughs> um, I will not have hand in, in whatever that is. No, thank you. 
honestly, honestly, I don't even want people to be appreciating my culture. Like, just, just go somewhere. Go, go, just go somewhere else, please. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't really care about appreciation. Like, you don't have to appreciate shit. I really don't care. Like, you could just do. I don't know. Like, just you know, just go, go just be great. Don't just go be great. <laughs> just don't. Just don't do it. Like, I don't even care. I don't even care if you appreciate the culture. Like, <laughs> I rather, I rather you just. I don't know. Like, I don't know. White white people just you know just go back to being white people like it isn't there's nothing wrong with being white. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no words. God damn. <laughs> just well. Mm. <laughs> um, I sound like the commuter girl. Like, mm, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but what made but, you want to um, talk about okay. this topic today? Okay, because I was on TikTok. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Um, it was like... <laughs> <laughs> and it was like 2 a.m. And there was this video that popped up. And it was a bunch of these white girls. Like a whole group of white girls. And they were wearing bandanas. As crop tops. And the... The Hispanic TikTok was like, you're appropriating my culture because if we wear something like that, we're 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 gonna be profiled. But when you yeah. guys wear it, it's just fashion. Uh, and I was about it's to not say, right. I've done that. I was like, I was to say, I've done this. <laughs> I've worn bandanas <laughs> as a crop top. Ooh, no, I was about to say, um, yeah. Yeah, I oh, know. God. I hope you I hope you make the bandana into a crop top. I was there. <laughs> It was more out of necessity. The fact that it ended up being at a at a Selena for a Sanctuary concert, like that was kind of that was <laughs> kind of poetic justice, I guess, or some shit like that. Um, I really don't know what to say about that because, like, on one hand, they are wrong when when Hispanic girls do anything, they get called out and like said about anything. Like, you know, you get those trends. Where people just come for like Hispanic girls for what? For a little while, it was for like the high waisted jeans with the Hollister top and the Jordans, right? And the high ponies. And people were like, oh, that's so Mexican. And the big hoops and the really thick eyebrows. I, I get it. But at the same time, I don't know if that's like too much to be like putting it on there. Like they're not wrong about wearing, but I get it. Yeah. It only gets really recognized as high fashion when white girls do it when like skinny white girls do it because when any other culture does it it's like oh that's ghetto oh that's this that and the other like oh that doesn't really seem appropriate but like when white people do anything that we do it's it's fashionable it's cool yeah you know what this reminds me of uh you guys know how like when we were younger we all used to go to rainbows to get party dresses and like sparkly tops and stuff like that and yep. like, it would be a thing in like more uh, ethnic areas. And then it became like really popular. I don't know when it was that it became really popular to go to rainbows and get like really short, sparkly, like tight dresses out of nowhere. Like it, it, it kind of sparked me as like really annoying because a lot of people spend a lot of time telling, telling like people, like women of color that that shit was just inappropriate, that that was like... Mm inappropriate gaudy like is gaudy but now everybody and their mom was shopping at rainbows you know why though why because people said that rainbows was like a dupe for fashion nova so that's when people started going to rainbows 
because fashion I think like Fashion Nova and the and Rainbows have like the home the same like wholesale sellers so like some of the shit that you would see on Fashion Nova would be in Rainbows so then the bitches were like Rainbows okay and they flocked flocked like gnats to our cultural sanctuary of Rainbows not Telco though they didn't go to Telco but they definitely went to Rainbows (laughs) (laughs) nobody go to Telco (laughs) I go to Telco sometimes. No, I'm lying though. I go to Telco. They got nice towels. They have like good towels. They really do be having nice towels. Not gonna lie though, I do not go to Telco. I haven't been to Telco in like forever. Like I only the only time I went to Telco was when my mom went to Telco when I was a kid. Like I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't don't go to Telco, y'all. Like personally, I don't go to Telco for like fashion, but like yeah, they got good towels and shower curtains. They have really cute shower curtains. Yeah. <laughs> and like that's what I'm talking about too. Like Hispanic specifically, like um big hoops were really in. Like Hispanic girls get their ears pierced. Specifically, like I'm talking from experience, like Mexican girls, we get our ears pierced from like three months old and say what you want. It's a cultural thing, blah blah blah. Like I maybe you don't agree with it, maybe you do. Who cares? Like they think it's a little easier to get it done when you're really, really young and a baby, because there's less of a chance that your ear holes will close up one. And two, you don't remember the pain. Oh, facts. I was pierced when I was a baby. I was like two months in. Like, my mom pierced my ears hella early. She did not care. I was three months old when I got my ears pierced. And whatever, right? But, like, we wear, like, gold hoops all the time. Smaller ones. And then as you get older, you know, you got big hoops and big hoops and bigger hoops. And it's just like, oh, yeah, like for like, I remember distinctly that there was a time where people thought big hoops were so gaudy and so horrible. And they were like, oh, that's gross. Why are you wearing that? Especially like little white girls used to be coming at me like, why are you wearing really big hoops? (sighs) Yeah, like um, in the black community, too, like wearing big hoops was considered like oh that's a little ghetto that's a little ratchet like why are you wearing it even when you had it like you know the the thick bamboo ones mm-hmm. like the thick bamboo the door earrings that were huge yeah oh those. the door knocker yeah like those yeah. specifically like they were like oh those are ugly or like if she wears those like she's probably a thought or like something like she for the streets too and all this nonsense, but like now Not it's like it's getting back into style. For oh, the, the bigger the hoops, the bigger the hoe. Yeah, that used to be a thing. I remember that shit. Crazy. Ugh. The thing that always gets me with high fashion, specifically, is when when big eyebrows came into the game. When big eyebrows and thick and thick lips became a, a standard uh, of beauty, like that. That I rem- I distinctly remember that really pissed me off because. I was a kid. I, I like. I was a hairy kid. I'm not. I'm still a hairy human being. I'm a hairy human being. <laughs> I, I grow a lot of hair, and it's dark and coarse, and we just gotta live with that. Listen, so let's just do. And that's fine. I'm not ashamed of it. I like. I don't care. At this point in my life, I've grown to love myself and whatever, right? But when I was a kid, I was real sensitive about that. Like I was really, really sensitive about. My big ass eyebrows mm-hmm. and the fact that a pair, my hairline doesn't stop. It just keeps going to my eyebrows. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, it keeps, I, my hairline doesn't stop. It keeps going to my eyebrows. 
and my eyebrows are very bushy. And when I was a kid, even more, because my face was like, I grew into my face. Let's just say that. Like, <laughs> Alrighty. Um, Not grew in. Just, I grew into my features. I grew in. <laughs> <laughs> so I used to be like called out like little white girls. This was specific one little white girl. Oh my God. This is why I don't trust girls who are named Amber. <laughs> Whatever. There was like specific kids who used to come up to me and be like, oh my God, you're so hairy. You look like a monkey. Like, why do your arms look like a monkey? Why are your eyebrows so big? And I was like, ah. Why don't you? And that hurt my self esteem. Like, that hurt my self esteem for years, bro. Like, that ruined my self esteem for the like next 10 years of my life. Yikes. Like, uh, yeah. Jeez. But, and like, yeah. And now it's like a thing to draw in your eyebrows very big and blocky. I'm kind of mad about that. Hmm. But, I mean, the thing with, like, I guess, like, appropriation is, like, a lot of the times, this is hard to word. You know what? Come back to me. Come on. <laughs> it's misguided at best and harmful at worst. Like, that's kind of how I feel about appropriation. Intentionally harmful. Because they know because... it's not theirs. They know they didn't create it, but, like, they want to claim it as theirs. Such as boxer braids. Like, oh. Were they dead ass with that? Were, were they dead ass yes. with that? Yes. And you know what's the crazy shit about it, too? Was like when the Kardashians were doing it. Um, this is not specifically boxer braids, but the, but the, um, the pop smoke inspired braids. I don't know what the fuck they, the Kardashians called it. But then, like, black girls on YouTube would, like, be like oh Card- kardashian inspired braids pop smoke braids i'm like huh i'm confused are you dumb? I'm, I'm very confused are you dumb this is, um... stupid or dumb huh because <laughs> it's just like <laughs> i think they did that though just so that they can get the clicks like that's that's I the mean, name yeah, that's gonna but... sell kardashian but it's also like, yeah, ma'am, like you, you're going out a little sad here, you know. Like, <laughs> it's it's not, clout is a commodity. I know, but God, it's just it's like it's like baking uh, a jollof rice, right? I said baking jollof rice, but it's like making jollof rice. <laughs> And then having Kim K inspired jollof rice. Where do you think Kim K got it from? Africa. West Africa specifically. <laughs> Shout out to my Nigerians. Okay. Like, the, it's just... The idea around it is, like, absurd. Even even if it is for clicks. Like, it's literally, it's literally insane. <laughs> that you're crediting a white woman yeah. for a black hairstyle as a black woman. But I feel like it, I find a lot of the mm-hmm. no 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 what, you you haven't spoken that much so you go continue. I was gonna say I find a lot about like that whole appropriation topic, especially when we talk about like K pop, more specifically K hip hop, because baby, oof. oh bitch, <laughs> if you want to talk oof. about appropriation, 
we want to talk about appropriation, we could go there, okay? For instance, right? This uh, this might be controversial to say, but a lot, many, most of the people who are involved in the K-hip-hop scene, like, they just rip from Black people, like, blatantly. Blatantly. Oh, absolutely. Blatantly. You're not even wrong. Know. You're not yeah. even wrong. Like, I don't know where I saw it. It was like a clip. Uh, it was on Twitter, of course. Of course. Um, it was on Twitter, and it was like this Korean rapper guy. It looked like he was doing something that was similar. You know, like, color studios where, like, they'll have, like, that person, like, in, like, this one color room box rapping or singing or whatever. Yeah. Name. He was, it was yeah. like something like that, but I guess it was like the Korean version of it. And like he was rapping and it was like, oh my God, did like, did Playboy Cardi like infect your spirit? Because <laughs> you, you basically <laughs> sound just like him. You're basically ripping from this man. And, a play, and Playboy Cardi of all people, like, I mean, his music, his music, most of his music is good. Well, in my opinion, but like, girl, like you... Are did you do you rewriting notes about these rappers? Like, okay, this is triplet flow. Okay, <laughs> squeaky voice. Okay, check. <laughs> like it's like they have a, it's like a like a checklist. Of what here. To check off for black rappers. Yeah, a brr here. Okay, like not only Got do it. they try to sound like try to sound like them, like they try to look like them at the dreadlocks, the cornrows, like. Your, their hair is dead. The it's cornrows, done. The cornrows. Oh my oh, god. It makes me sick. So you guys know the uh, model, right? Han Han Hyun Min. I think that's his name. Han Hyun Min. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the like black Korean model. Tell me how. Tell me how. Tell me how Han Hyun Every time I see Han Hyun Min, I just cringe because it's and it's not his fault. Because, like, literally, he'll come out looking like he went into a Dominican salon to do a wash and go, and then it was, like, 90 degrees with humidity outside after he stepped out of the salon. What? Like, like, the frizz be crazy. But then I see a, a very, very, very Korean man extreme like korean to to the bone with perfect cornrows <laughs> what? <laughs> what 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 that is so oh, so with the, with the equal stylist, styler like... gel with the equal styler gel no! <laughs> <laughs> You could do this for this Korean man, this Korean man who has one A hair, but not for the black kid. Oh my God. Han Hyun Min looking like he wants to do some bachata bachata out in the yard and play some dominoes. (laughs) Meanwhile, Meanwhile, Sir has the crisp cornrows. It's not making sense to me, love. It's not. It's not no. making sense. No. I don't know. I guess, like, what what is the difference in appreciation? Like, where do you see the, that line? Like, we could talk about, like, appropriation and appreciation all we want. Because, like, yeah, a lot of K-hip-hop is di- a direct ripoff from um, Black artists. But 
not all of it. And, and like, what makes that? What is the difference here? Like, okay, yeah, <laughs> like there are like, like okay, there are like rappers who have like, oh yeah, like I've seen my friend go to jail because of weed. Like, yeah, weed's legal. Like, okay, but like you can't be like, oh yeah, my nigga, no, no, no. Like, I'm from this. Side First of all, coast. you're not even supposed uh, to say nigga. Period. <laughs> you're not even supposed to be saying nigga period as a non-black artist so there we go that, there we go let's start there <laughs> let's start there okay like like if you want a different perspective in your rap to show appreciation for it you would get like an actual like black rapper to go on it to you know like show that other perspective of their struggle and strife instead of trying to mimic their struggle and strife. Cause for them to be like, oh yeah, you know, uh-huh. I like I'm the black dude of the group, haha, uh-huh, you know, got my cornrows and I'm hard and whatever. Instead of like doing that, that that is appropriating. But to actually get like a black person to like put their input on like the struggles and strife that they went through, that's like appreciation. Like shows like appreciation for the culture without being disrespectful. Appropriating it. God, this is like, oh, I feel like the K hip hop industry is just a lot. There's a lot to unpack there. There's a lot to debunk. <laughs> it's, ooh, it's just the K hip hop. But then what's really like crazy about K hip hop is that the people who consume K hip hop a lot of the times, like on from what I see, a lot of it is like non black like Americans who will listen to it doesn't necessarily specifically have to be like Asian people who like not like Asian American people who listen to K-hip-hop but it's like it's a lot of especially like in the international scheme like it's non-black non-black people who listen to K-pop outside of Korea and so like they're just like sitting here like and even and this doesn't even go for K-hip-hop but just like rap in general like um like idol rap or things like that they'll be like oh like i they're i don't know insert k-pop idol rap is so amazing da 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 he's the best rapper alive da 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 i don't listen to american hip-hop american hip-hop is so trashy and it's so and in oh a lot of the times they're not making sense da 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 oh my g- girl Say, save it in the draft. I don't care. Like, <laughs> where, where do you think insert idol rapper is getting his whole inspiration from? from? Like, where do you think rap started from? It definitely wasn't in Seoul. <laughs> okay, it wasn't in Bhutan. So, where do you think all of these idol rappers? There, where do you think? Where do you think all these idol rappers are getting their triplet flows? I feel like, see, mm. idol rappers mm. are one thing, but I feel like the real toxicity in this appropriation thing comes from the underground rappers in Korea, because that's where all that. Ooh, that's where all that homophobia and um, that real shit comes out. Because there's only so much 
an idol group can get away with because they're like they're in the spotlight and they're expected to because behave a certain they way. can't get away with saying slurs but the underground rappers oh bitch <laughs> it's gonna come spun out be going crazy oh, it's gonna come spun out like sorry continue yes <laughs> no 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 it's just it's always that the underground rappers that be really be act really be acting like they're so hard they're so this they're that 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 case in point oh my god be free do you remember him motherfucking be free <laughs> be, 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 be free is a great example he was just like i'm gonna slap the shit out of these beat i don't know if y'all remember but like long this is this is og army this is this is senior citizen army um you know outtakes <laughs> but long 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 ago um when bts were <laughs> fairly new they were i they were at some sort of like hip-hop meeting rap meeting i don't know what the fuck it was i think it was like a showcase i don't know and then so it was yungi it was ratmon and it was just yungi and ratmon so then obviously they were still they were fans of bts there so then they were like oh they were shouting them out or whatever and then beefy was there and beefy was like oh i'm a slap no 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 sorry he didn't say that he was like oh uh i don't like idol rappers i think idol rappers are gay and which you know homophobia but um but he's like yeah they're not tough or whatever and it's just like sir sir Look, read the room. Y'all are all in Korea. <laughs> Let's get that straight. Guns are illegal there, so y'all not packing nothing. Drugs are very illegal there, so y'all definitely not, you know, y'all not moving no bricks up in there. So it's like, where where is this gangster coming from? <laughs> like, like, where is this gangster coming from? You probably work at like a quickie mart. Where is it, where is the gangster coming from? <laughs> I'm screaming. Where- where is gangsta coming from and then when and then when people like blew up his spot when people was like blowing up his motherfucking spot um he he like doubled down on it and then i think like a couple years later like maybe like two or three years later he like apologized to them like officially apologized to them which when at at, at that point like no one gave no one gave a fuck about B-Free then and definitely no one was gonna give a fuck about B-Free later and then like again people aired his ass out and he was like oh I'm a bitch slap them when I see them no you're not sir no you're not cap 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 okay take off the Yankee fitted cause you're not doing nothing so <laughs> and it's just like a lot of those I don't know, the Yankee of those... <laughs> take the Yankee fitted off but it's like a lot of those like k-hip-hop rappers um they just love to idolize a life that's not theirs like even the more popular ones like i remember don mills he was like yeah i'm don mills like all up in the club all up in the bar club whatever like trying to act tough with the timbalance tims timbalance come on (laughs) or like and nico used to do that shit back in the day yep but now he's like a a of what a R and B pop star? Oh my god, sick girl! Please, 
<laughs> and see, and that's the thing. That's why I really like. I really don't care for appreciation because I feel like a lot of times when when a lot of these like artists who like dibble, who like dib and dab in like black culture, whether it's like you know music, fashion, etc., like they'll dibble and dabble in it, and then when it's not convenient for them anymore, or it doesn't give them the same amount of clout and hype, they switch to they switch like like that like clockwork like like i was talking about with zico if you remember zico back in his black b days first of all he had dreads so that we already are starting off on a bad foot mm. and then he would, like, i was trying not to remember how... zico back in his black b days yeah and then he would always be rapping about how he's just this that and the third and then like i want to say it was like maybe like 2016 to 2017 when like k-hip-hop was really like kill- like when k-hip hip-hop was like reaching like the kind of the end of its like lifespan that's when he did the whole switch up when he started doing all this like yeah this like cool you know chill pop r&b you know with like a singing rap style and and he got way more popular off of that than the stuff he was doing when he was like rapping and black b shit that's 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 why i'm not here for really appreciation because like really appreciation ends up being just like no matter like appreciation plus commodification and still ends up being appropriation so no matter i I feel like no matter how much you appreciate it appreciate the culture quote unquote like it comes a certain point when it becomes more of like a fad for you and then you pick up and switch on something new and then but for mm-hmm. me, being black is not, you know, it's not bad. Like, I'm going to be black 24-7. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's why when it comes to, like, appreciate the appreciation versus appropriation thing, it's just like, ugh. It's such a moot topic because it's like, we, I, I see it through the bullshit. Like, you're not appreciating shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we still get good stuff out of it. I, I hate to admit that sometimes that should have just... It, it's good. Yeah. N- like, listen. 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 When <laughs> Gwen Stefani came out um, in like 2002 and she was appropriating every single continent, like, <laughs> it, like looking back on it now, when did she came out? Like 2003, 5, something like that. Like, looking back on it now, like, she definitely wouldn't have been able to get away with a bunch of shit that she was able to get away with. Like, she literally had, like... Oh, definitely not. Little Japanese girls following after her. But, like, Hollaback Girl? That song smacks. Um, so, like, since we're on that, the like, whole, like... Lux- that rap, luxury... Since we're on the whole, like... Sorry to cut you off, though. Like, since we're on, like, the whole, like, rap appropriation thing, let's talk about the N-word pass. I just don't think that's a thing. I just, I really don't think that's a thing. It's not. It's there's not no Edward Pass. There's no Edward Pass. What is, what? There's, there's, what? It's not a thing. So. If you're a black <laughs> person giving out the Edward Pass, when when is revolution time, I'm going to remember. Okay? I'm going to remember. Just keep going. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if your friends is from the Bay or from, or from the hood or from New York. I don't care if it was a song. I don't care if it was a. I don't care if it was a quote in a Tom, uh, in a Tom Sawyer book. I 
don't care. You don't get to say the end. I listen to me. I don't care. <laughs> and don't give me the whole like, oh, I said it all when I was a kid with all my struggle. Okay, you're an adult now. Grow up. You're an adult. I don't care. I don't care if your black friend makes you say it. I don't care if your black friend's mama don't get let you let you say it. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if you were on your deathbed and this was your make a wish wish that you would be able to say the N word. I don't that care. scenario is always so funny care. to me. They're always like, "What if? What if it's like my death wish? It's like then it's like, die, like exactly." <laughs> Slowly, bye. <laughs> like no, it's Slowly, just, painfully, and, just go. And I think the, and I think the um the like sort of the like diet equivalent to that is like the the oh I'm inviting them to the cookout pass. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> don't say that. Don't just say because that. you're invited to the cookout doesn't mean you can say it. No, no, no. You know how like people are just like, like when white person or non-black person says something that like not even revolutionary or groundbreaking about like, i.e. racism or something, like the oh, black people will be up in the comments talking about, oh yeah, they invited to the cookout. What? What? Because they said racism. Oh, back? yeah. <laughs> oh. Get bare minimum that. people bare minimum <laughs> the standard like oh girl like if you're just gonna be inviting everybody to the willy nilly cookout I'll stay home <laughs> like what <laughs> you know that's a cookout where the food is gonna be I bad don't... when you just invited everybody <laughs> willy nilly I, I don't know I think I think that might just be more of a trope but again I don't know cause that, that's not my struggle that's not where I I'm not black, so I really don't have a lot of like place to commentate on that. So I'm just gonna sit my happy ass right here and <laughs> stare at my water bottles. <laughs> no, but I mean, I feel like they there's also no, do like, that in like. Mm-hmm. I don't think they do that. I don't think there's a Mexican equivalent for that, though. Other than like, well, like okay, I see Mexican girls do this. Yeah, uh, yeah, Latin, Latinx. I think uh latinx girls specifically will like simp so hard over a white boy or oh actually i've seen this trend asian boys out of nowhere started to realize that they can get clout specifically okay again tiktok we're we're on tiktok a lot but i've seen it in other places too that asian boys have started to really gain clout with latina girls by saying that like oh what are you into? Oh, Latina girls. Specifically, they always choose the same Romeo Santos song. Like, it's always a Romeo Santos song. And they're always just, like, looking sexually at the camera like, ooh, you were like, aha, Latina, that's what I want. And then Latina girls be simping over these, like, clearly, they're just using us. <laughs> clearly. They don't, they, they wouldn't date your ass. They won't date your ass. They just want you to follow them. They just want the clout. They just want the likes. There's this one specific person like that thirst traps for Latinos all the time, and I'm not gonna lie, I followed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess it works. I gotta be honest. <laughs> I gotta be honest with with the person that I am. 
but like doesn't just because I, I I followed and like I see the content doesn't mean that I'm like I don't know that it like deep I know that this is wrong like I know that this is kind of fucked and which is funny coming from a community that spent a lot of time saying that other cultures were fetishizing them because of k-pop to then turn around and then do that shit to us it was something it was something to really see that community go from not all of us are bts so stop like comparing us to bts um to turn around and to go like hey my latinas if you were latina hit me up it's like oh i want a latina girlfriend i want a let wife i want that spice in my life it's like first of all if you refer to me as spicy i will hit you and that's <laughs> not spicy that's just violent <laughs> that's just the violence let them know yeah that's fucked <laughs> but I, I don't know it's just things like that it's I feel like for me, I'm I'm a lot more protective over Black culture, especially now as I've gotten older. Because it's like, before I was just like, oh yeah, like, oh, you don't hate Black people? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like... Fact. Oh. Honestly, I'm kind of same when I was a kid. Like, I was just like, oh, like, wow, you like Black like, Oh, that's great. Like, wow. Whoa. And then you and then think I realized... back and you're just like, no, wait. Mm-hmm. And I also realized, like, it was Continue, kind of, sorry. like, a reflection of, like, my own, like, my own, like, internalized, like, I don't know if I would say close to anti-blackness that I felt, or more so just, like, I guess, I guess it would be akin to anti-blackness, like, internalized anti-blackness that I had, um, out of, of how I was so willing to, like, be sharing of black culture and like be like yeah i want like i want everyone to like like black culture because i want people to like black people and then in turn they would like me and it's like that's such a harmful way of thinking about it because it's like you have like a, a really low expectation of yourself um and i see this a lot often especially when you because like when someone was talking about that it kind of reminded me of like all these like non-black like men who would like post their thirst traps and then like black women be up in the comments talking about oh do you date black women and it's like baby girl baby girl we shouldn't be begging for people to like us at this point or like we shouldn't be like we shouldn't be celebrating non-black people for you know ripping off of our culture i think that was a very like I think it was more like prevalent, like way, way when we were like quit kids and like even before that, because it's like when when you're like vehemently hated as a group of people, like when that same group of people like start to like take aspects of your culture in a quote unquote appreciative way, you're you're just so happy to not being hated that you'll accept it you know what I mean and even celebrate it at times but like now as I've grown Mm -hmm. older it's like I I want more like I I want more than you liking my culture like I want I want you protecting and defending us as people from your own people I want you to call out the anti-blackness in all of your communities that's in there you know because it's there it's there you know 
or I want you to call out the anti-transphobia while y'all are stealing, you know, while y'all are stealing y'all looks from the dolls. Okay. I want you to call out the anti-homophobia in your communities as y'all are watching Ru's, um, RuPaul's Drag Race and listening out and doing like your Final Fantasy Drag Race team. You know, so it's things like that where it's like, okay, you want to appreciate? Sure, go appreciate. But I'm also I'm also going to need you to call out the ills in your community and promoting the originators of the shit that y'all are quote unquote appreciating. So that's kind of like my thing about it. Well, you're uh, you're right. Like you can't like appreciate it and then like turn face or like just be silent when you see like the disrespect, the appropriation, the the just downright um, degradation of the same culture that you're trying to appreciate. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't get to have the fun parts of our cultures without actually acknowledging, at the very least, acknowledging the struggle that we have to go through. That's 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 just bare minimum. Like at this point, we just expect more from everybody. So everyone out there saying like, "Oh, it's just it's just a hairstyle. Oh, it's just a fashion. It's just a word. It's just a look. Like it's more than that. Like we had to work hard to get to have that for ourselves, and then for you guys to take it mm-hmm. and then say it, like we never we never had it." It was never ours, or we look ugly when we wear it. Like, listen, little kids, little kids of you know of color, like we spend so much time hating ourselves for the features. Not everybody, but a lot of us spend a lot of time hating ourselves for these features that that make us unique and different, that make us our cultures. For you to turn around and then just be like, <laughs> "You ain't mine." And now it's suddenly cool. Like, how are we supposed to unlearn all that hate? It just it just reinforces that idea that like, it's the things that we have are only good when it's somebody else's. Mm-hmm. Like when I was a kid, like I didn't even like my straight, like my curly hair. Like I was just like, when mom, when are we gonna get the perm? Like even if that shit ripped my whole scalp off, like I wanted straight hair because like that was the ideal. And that was what was embedded in me from both my mom and, you know, media, where it's like, oh, when you have straight hair, you're pretty. So I was just like, oh, yeah, like, straight hair. And then, like, that literally, like, burnt my hair. So, like, I had to do, like, a whole big chop in high school. And, like, well, not, like, a big chop, but, like, a half chop in high school. And, like, start over again. But, like, my hair would be much longer than what it was now. What it is now if I didn't do, like, those box perms and constant heat damage and oof it's tragic yeah and like same thing with me i spent a lot of time like no i never hung out with uh with um other hispanic people other latinx you know other latinx people because i didn't want to be super associated with them i went to a very white middle school like so for me, standing out like that was just so not something I could do. I went from a very Hispanic elementary school to a very white uh, middle school. And that really just jarred my way of thinking. 
I never really, you know, I never felt like I could be Hispanic because you, I don't know, I never felt Mexican enough <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, especially after middle mm-hmm. school, I, I still continue to have very few like Mexican friends. So, and it's it's something that sticks with you that like sort of um, that idea, and it even sticks in like in the, in the way your parents talk about things. Like whenever they, whenever, well, whenever I used to joke about, you know, dating like another Mexican guy, my dad would be like, you're trying to make the race better. Estás tratando de mejorar la raza. It's like, you're trying to make the race better. And by better, he means whiter. And that, that shit sucks. Like, that's not yeah. a mentality that we should have. But it's oh, a mentality yeah. that mm-hmm. we do. Well, like, how do you feel like this, Ooh, like, this yeah. How do you feel like this affects, like, the media we consume, you know what I mean? Because we're anime fans, we're K-pop fans, like, how do you think, like, appreciation and, like, appropriation, like, play out and things like that? Um, See, the media doesn't know how to appreciate. They don't know how to do that because they don't want to uplift, like, POC communities. The point is to make them feel better bad about themselves to uplift their products their euro standard products and rights well i mean well i mean i don't i mean i I feel like anime is its own like thing yeah i'm sorry continue no i said i feel like i feel like when you're talking when i'm yeah when i'm talking about media i'm specifically talking about the media we mostly consume which is like anime and k-pop because it's like on the media we um yeah so like because i feel like with anime i've seen some things where like they have been when it it comes to anime and like different races you know it can be a a bit testy to say the least but i have seen i mean that's just the truth but I, i mean i have seen like depictions of characters um who are not you know specifically japanese or it's not stated that they're Japanese. And it come out like, you know, I feel like when you can put time and effort into things, um, like in the depiction of like characters, like characters who come from like different backgrounds, like it ends up contributing to a really great story. Like like the the one um example that comes to mind is Michiko Ihachin. Um, mm-hmm. where it focuses on you know Michigo and Hachin, who um, I think who are like on this like journey together, you know, trying to find this man. Oof, yikes, a man, but anyways, <laughs> but like they have such focused, um, they have such like a focused like idea of all the characters and their and like how their identities play in the show you know what I mean especially considering that the show is like very like Brazilian or has a lot of themes from Brazil and they also represent the diversity of Brazil too like there are lighter skinned Brazilians darker skinned well black Brazilians with Michigo and everything so it's like it's it can be done and it has been done and has it been done in a way that's several times you know before. it's tasteful yeah it's tasteful and just like 
I guess shows appreciation, but also does it make like their background be the focal point of their personality? So it's like it it can be done, and I think you just have to sift through a lot of the garbage in order to find the gems. But um, like we know, we know they can do it. It's just like they choose not to. It's just easier to fall back on old stereotypes than it is to yeah. think about your characters in a comprehensive way to, you know, create interesting and diverse characters without it like compromising the without it compromising the plot line, which it wouldn't. It would actually make it better. They just they're lazy. Yeah. But I think that's just a reflection on the industry itself. You know? It's easier to make content that's not it's easier to make content that you don't have to think about, if that makes sense. Or, or if it's like but if it's, they would make mm-hmm. a certain character, they would use it as like kind of like the butt of the joke to uplift their race. But it, yeah, yeah, but I feel like appreciation, whatever that sort of means to you, it can be done in a way that's like tasteful and anime. Like Yorichi. From Bleach, for example, like I identify, <laughs> I identify her as a black woman because it's a serve. But you know, she's badass. She kicks people's asses. You know, she they don't have to constantly make jokes about her race and things like that. Like she does, she does what she do. She do what she does, and for that, I have to stand. So I don't um, know. Or or for me, I think a really good example of uh, appreciation instead of appropriation was uh, Coco, Disney's Coco. I love animated movies. And this one really felt like a big, heartfelt like love letter to uh, Dia de los Muertos and the Mexican culture that comes around that. It really did feel very... It was lovely. It was a lovely movie. I watched it with my parents. I watched it by myself. I watched it a million times. And a lot of it did have to do with the fact that it, they had a, like, a very informed, they went and looked up the information. They went and spent time in Mexico, like, researching these these celebrations. It, it really did just feel like a, a, a love song, like, a love letter to, this, to my culture. And it was great. It was wonderful. Like, watching Miguel stand up there and do, like, the mariachi scream, which is, like, something I grew up with, like... I grew up with that, like mariachi playing 24 seven because my mother loves it. And I've grown to appreciate it over the years. And banda music, as well as other forms of, you know, just music specifically. But it's just, it, it, felt, it felt so heartfelt because it was very well done. It was very well researched. Miguel looked like a typical little Mexican kid in his tank top and jeans and chanclas and, you know, <laughs> like it was, it was great. It was wonderful to see like, aspects of my family represented in like Disney which is like a mega corporation so yeah like that that's what I call a good appreciate like a, a appreciation not appropriation mm-hmm. but do you have any sort of last thoughts on this Kamora mm, I guess I would say like there there can be like good appreciations like there is but like there is a fine line from when appreciation jumps straight into appropriation and disrespect and degradation, which is completely unnecessary and unneeded. 
and it's just outright disrespectful (laughs) and it's like if you are an appreciator please like if you see like the appropriation you can't appreciate and then watch the appropriation go down in front of you Mm -hmm. like even just like a comment could be like a helpful game changer you know yeah i think also like remember that if you're a person of color you can still appropriate other people's culture so you it's not just a white people thing it's it's also a thing that we as people of color can be guilty of too i.e mm-hmm. fuck six nine bro fuck six nine <laughs> <laughs> just fuck oh, yeah. six nine bro but at latinx who say the n-word i see y'all i see y'all you're wrong are like like black girls who like take asian girl culture and then like but then like disrespect them by like calling them like slurs and whatever like i've seen on tiktok we see y'all too the hotbed of moral destruction we see y'all too but all right thank you for the topic komora very very timely now yes we love to see it so now we're gonna move on to the ship post of the week where we find things on the internet that make us laugh and share it with y'all so does anyone want to go first um any of y'all can go first because i have to find mine okay so this week has just been fucking hilarious like in terms of because let's see um a couple days ago it was like the nelly versus i was about to say nelly versus r kelly jesus christ nelly versus ludicrous um like ig battle thing we had jokes about nelly in that internet oh my god he was giving us security camera footage abs what painting like it was bad it was bad sis like his the connection was bad and he only had like two hits loot is like 20 so that no so then we also had we also had people bringing beyonce into this as you because they're bored bored boredom and then and then today right we had the whole 97 line going to the restaurant controversy set that was happening and the jokes from that <laughs> i i think i okay is it okay if i could do two because there's just two quick ones yeah no quick ones so i actually follow um I actually follow this woman on YouTube. Her name is For Harriet. She actually has really great commentary videos that I really like to hear from her. But um, I, so I follow her on Twitter, and like during the like versus battle, I don't know how Beyonce and Janet Jackson, Beyonce versus Janet Jackson came up, but then she was just like, she was saying how like oh, Janet Jackson um, has more hits than Beyonce. It's not even close. And when I tell you, people have been giving her shit for the entire week. Because she was saying like no. how like Beyonce's best album was like Homecoming, and like niggas were like, Homecoming is a compilation album of her greatest hits from all of her albums, <laughs> and it didn't even include all of the hits from each album. <laughs> 
when I tell you, like, people were dragging <laughs> her, dra- I was like, God damn. I was like, damn, I have to, I'm going to go I mean, she set herself up for that one, like. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I, um, sorry, ma'am. I'm, I'm just going to have to look if away. If you don't want, <laughs> if you don't want the heat, don't gaslight the stove. Like, what? <laughs> Listen, I don't make do no- not smoke out the beehive nest, okay? Because they'll come and attack like murder. <laughs> they will. And then, and then another really quick one to move to move on. Um, I also saw with like today how like like there's kind of like some controversy because um, Jungkook from BTS, Jaehan from NCT, Mingyu I think from One Twenty Seven, somebody else. Like, they went to a restaurant maybe, like, a week ago. Like, a restaurant bar thing, like, a week ago. When, like, um, when, like, the whole, with, you know, currently now, with, like, soul and, like, social distancing, you know, it's kind of, like, girl, like, what are you doing? I'm not going to really speak on the whole, the situation itself, because, like, but the jokes from, from, like, other armies. They were like, they were just like, guys, clear the searches. Jason Derulo, Itaewon. Jason Derulo, social distancing. <laughs> Jason Derulo. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> but it's just like, oh, it was Amber Lou who was driving them to the restaurant. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> oh my God. This is so. Not- <laughs> People like, got my nothing to talk tweet. about, bro. <laughs> my favorite tweet, though, um, about it this week was, um, hold on, let me see if I can find it. It was like a series of tweets on the timeline. It was like, and someone was like, "Oh, notice how Dispatch has had this information for half for more than half a month and decides to release it a day before NCT's comeback." And BTS is about to drop something in six days too. Oh, you're right. And then Astro is also promoting right now. And Seventeen had just started releasing episodes of the documentary. And TXT has a comeback today. And then someone replies, "What does TXT have to do with this?" And then they reply, "I don't know. Y'all are saying stuff, so I want to say stuff too." <laughs> no. Oh God. <laughs> Like, yeah, they've been making so many jokes. They're probably, they were like, oh, Jung- Jungkook and company are in the group chat talking about, okay, so you say I deeply regret, <laughs> and then you say I regret deeply, <laughs> and then you say I regret <laughs> Like, this whole situation is funny, man. But, but yeah, that's my shit post of the week. <laughs> what about y'all? I want to know... Who the fuck, like, who the fuck created that Spongebob voice talk thing? Oh. <gasps> you know, I said it to you. <laughs> the realization. <laughs> I said it to y'all. I know, I, I was like, I had a, I, I was like, I had to listen to it at 3 a.m. Y'all are going to listen to it at 3 a.m. I, uh, I heard it in the background. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not going to play it. Play it. Play it for the okay. masses. All right. All right. A lot of 
people think that I am incapable of sex. That is not the case. Have you ever wondered why you hear that noise whenever Squidward walks? That bussy's been blown to kingdom. <laughs> To the creator, to the creator of that sound bite. I hope you fall into a ditch. I hope, I hope your cat, dog, or whatever animal you happen to have pees on your couch. I hope that every single bite of your ramen is cold. Like I really, I have to live with that sound. No, I have to live with knowing that I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shit was funny. Oh, Kingdom Come. I hate it. I hate it here. I'm not sober enough to deal with this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yikes. Uh, so that's my shit post of the week and probably the shit post for the rest of my life. Uh, I'll I think that's the only one you need. I'll probably be old and get dementia and like it'll pop into my head that pussy's been that pussy's been blown to kingdom come like I <laughs> <laughs> the sound like has become my sleep paralysis demon <laughs> and it was crazy too like the way that we're rocking was like wah, 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 wah. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sugar was like <laughs> it was more nasty than seltzer water. <laughs> Yo. What about you, Kapoor? Do you have a shit post of the week that won't make I mean my shit post is like mild compared that's just like a flower comparative to like the seasoning salt like <laughs> <laughs> You should have laughed at that. <laughs> so I could la- leave an everlasting imprinting mark on the listeners. Um, well, mine was just, you know, people will like, like, okay, I saw it on Twitter. Hold on. We should be more prepared than this. Yeah. <laughs> um, mine was people delete Snapchat, Instagram, the detox, and but will go back on Twitter. And it's just, it's like, stop drinking and smoking to go smoke crack. <laughs> because people on Twitter are little crackheads. I mean, it's like, you didn't have to take a straight. I was about to yes, say, sir. we didn't have to take a straight shot at Yasmin. Like, I was like, I'm sorry, Yasmin, but like, you know, people on Twitter are low key crackheads. Like, listen, I, you know, ain't nothing wrong with a little crack in my, you know, salad. <laughs> Listen, they said crack is whack, but guess what? Crack is back, baby. Did no like, just come at me last episode of Friends or something like this? <laughs> we're like, listen, you can smoke crack doesn't mean it's good for you. Like I know you just came from me. <laughs> wow, Ooh, Queen of another one eighty. <laughs> Did a full 180. <laughs> Crazy. Listen, I never said I was consistent. I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. Thanks for that. That was a good laugh. Um, 
let's just move on now to our last segment of the show, our recommendation corner. Um, I'll go since mine is also another show on Netflix that just like came out with another season. Okay, so you know if you guys watch Shira, bitch, this the fifth and last season just came out. And, okay, let me tell you what it's about. It's about a girl named Adora, and she's basically huh? working for... It's, uh, the, show's about, the show's about this one girl. Her name is Adora, and, you know, she's Oh, I thought you said for, Dora. You know... No, Adora. Oh, I was like, oh, what? Dora grew up? Okay, come on. <laughs> And she's working for like a like a tyrannical group called the Horde. And what she doesn't know that like they're tyrannical because you know, like you know, tyrants like they will brainwash their people and be like, Oh yeah, we're the good guys, you know, we we're helping people, we're saving them and you know, making their life better and more peaceful. And which is, you know, the complete opposite of what's actually going on. And you know, she, and then she realizes, like, oh, you know, this is wrong, and her whole life is wrong, and her best friend is like, no, like, we're good, sis, you need to stay here with me, your best friend, like, you don't know anything else outside of this world, so you're not going anywhere, trying to, you know, emotionally manipulate her and staying, and she's like, no, like, this is wrong, um, I don't want to, I don't want to reveal too much. <laughs> I'm very bad at this. <laughs> and she goes off into, like, she, her and her best friend go off into the woods, you know, they find a sword. Turns out, like, she's a princess of power in which, like, her whole life she's been told, like, the princesses are evil. Like, princesses are instigators, evil. And they, they bring, like, horror into the world with their glitter and rainbows. And it's just disgusting, which is the complete opposite of what they're doing. So she finds out she's a princess, and then, like, you know, she joins the good side. And then it's just, like, the whole five seasons, it's just her trying to stop the Horde from, you know, their empire and what they're trying to do to the galaxy, you know? And it's really good, and it's... So gay. <laughs> so gay, y'all. I should have said that in the beginning. Um, yeah, if you're here to support the gays, this this is it, bitch. This is it. So please guys watch it so we can discuss and debunk certain things and discuss the ending. I know I keep saying this every time I discuss a show, but yeah. <laughs> okay. That is, that is my recommendation. <laughs> Sama, do you have a recommendation? Oh my god, okay. If you haven't watched it, it's the half of it. It's uh, a movie. It's it's basically pining, a coming-of-age story, basically, where she writes a letter for somebody who's trying to make somebody oh, else fall in love with yeah. him. Yeah, the half of it on Netflix. I can't do it justice, but it's literally, it's yearning. It's like, it's a nice little like insightful moment into just like 
the mentality of it. And honestly, it the relationships are wonderful. All of the characters are just so well developed and you see yourself in every single one of them. And oh my god, it's just so wonderful. The guy, it's one of the best relationship tropes too. It's lesbian plus himbo and it's uh, glorious. Glorious. <laughs> if you guys want, if you guys can, I say watch it. It's poetic. It's it's It has beautiful visuals. It has um, an Asian main character, Chinese main character, Ellie. Thank you for Ellie. And Latinx uh, romantic uh, interest. So it's really good. It's really cute. Nice. I'm definitely going to watch once quarantine's over. I'm sorry. Once school's over, quarantine's not ending yet. Sorry about that. Okay. No time soon. It was basically like yearning alive. Like I have never felt the urge to have someone like, I wanted to be all of them and have all of them at the same time. You understand? Like I wanted it. It was terrible. It was wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) But I was going to say, um, I have, I actually have two recommendations for the week. I know. Double, I'm double fisting it. That's, that sounds wrong. But, um. Okay. So, so yeah, I have, <laughs> I have two recommendations for the week. Um, first off, I want to shout out Hot Girl Anime on Instagram. Um, so I actually yes. follow them on, like. I actually followed them on like my personal account and like I always like followed them on there so just to get like updates on anime um because I was I was sort of like trying to create like my watch list that I want to create that I want to like watch for summer since I'm pretty much going to be like jobless um so you know I have a lot of time on my hands (laughs) So I came across their account and they all, they just always have like really great just updated news information and just like put me on to shows that I should watch and shit like that. So it's like I definitely would recommend go check out Hot Girl Anime on Instagram. Their whole name is Hot Girl Anime TV. And I also just like their feed. Like their Instagram feed is just nice and there's black people on it. So you know, you know we have to stand okay okay absolutely <laughs> and they're the nicest oh my god they're so nice for real i already followed them on my main like i've been following them for a while because you know i need to get that anime news you know look like people definitely go check out hot girl anime at instagram for your news and entertainment on all things anime and manga period 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 poo and yeah, and go give them a follow, give them a listen, see how they're doing. Um, and then I also want to recommend new podcast that's out. Um, with my friend Audrey, she has a new podcast out with a um called Hot Take Hot Take Academy, and they sort of just have hot takes. <laughs> Um, and so their first mm-hmm. episode was about, um, Stephanie Meyer making a new story for Twilight and how that doesn't need to happen. In fact, it needs to be kept in the drafts. And I was like, listening <laughs> to the episode and I, and like, I had a, I wasn't like really into Twilight when it first came out. Cause I was like, 
surrounded by white girls who liked it and for some reason my my spirit it didn't sit right with my spirit so like i knew i didn't like it either not gonna lie yeah i knew the basic story but i just wasn't it wasn't for me but then like when i was listening to the episode with her and her co-host i was like wait twilight was racist (laughs) (laughs) i don't remember anything (laughs) oh oh and you know they just have like really great commentary and like they speak about things um like they spoke about the whole like twilight thing with a lot of humor but also like a lot of things a lot of like insightful things that i i wasn't even thinking about like the like weird sort of propping of like edward as like this like great boyfriend when he was like sabella you know that was weird that was kind of a weird thing so yeah so if you definitely love um good commentary and takes on all things kind of pop culture i would definitely recommend hot take academy um they're super hilarious i know audrey in real life and she's super hilarious so check them out give them a listen go see it if you're team edward i don't trust you I don't want you nowhere near my pocketbooks because you're probably a scammer. <laughs> I'm screaming. Oh I can never understand the people who are team Edwards. And this is coming from somebody who absolutely did like the books. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's not like I like the books per se. It's just that I did read them completely and then I watched most of the movies. <laughs> um, and it shouldn't, you should have not been team Edward ever at all he was just he was just so weird about everything he was just kind of like uh you mustn't be in pure like she wore a skirt uh like it wasn't even like a very revealing skirt i think a lot of that comes from like stephanie mayer being a mormon though that too she was just weird about it it was just weird the book was weird well i didn't watch any or read any twilight i did not care for it even when there was a school trip for it at school i decided to stay home because I do not care for it at all. So I'm not going to comment on anything that I I know anything about. So now I'm, I'm going to look at my empty water bottles. <laughs> <laughs> but God, uh, so yes, check out Hot Girl Anime if you need some news and entertainment. And also just look at their feed, see the shows that they're posting about. And go watch them, obviously. Duh. You're, I know you're not going to have anything yeah. to do. School's over soon. So do something about it. And then also, why are you going to look up Hot Girl Anime? Go listen to Hot Take Academy on all places and everywhere where you listen to podcasts. I was about to say platforms. Podcast, damn it. So yes. So those are my recommendations for the week. <laughs> Support Black women. So we got support black women so we got hot girl anime and hot takes and now these hot bitches are gonna ask you to follow the instagram twitter (laughs) Facebook, and stream our podcast wherever you have streams we're on apple finally apple podcast yeah we're we're on apple podcast they finally finally decided that we are Yes, y'all, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever y'all need to do to get updates from us. 
talk to us on Twitter. We are very lonely. Talk to <laughs> us on Twitter. Please. Please. Talk to us on um, Instagram. Yeah, definitely. We have a Reddit. Oh my god. I don't know what we're gonna do with that. That's like a we're thing. We're gonna figure <laughs> it out. I, we keep saying we're gonna figure it out, but I and hate figuring shit out, so <laughs> We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll come talk to us. Yes, come talk to us. Okay, we love you. Bye, love Bye. y'all. Mwah. <laughs>